0: Listen, this is important that when you and I lift our hands to the Lord, there are things that are happening in the spiritual realm. You want to win the battle? You want to see God go before you? Lift your hands, bless the Lord, and watch what God will do. Tonight what I want to do is I want to talk to you just briefly about the power of lifting our hands in worship. Because sometimes when people come in and they see that, they don't understand, they watch it, and they're like, wow, a lot of people lift their hands in this place, and um, so if you don't understand it, you can view it either as something cultural, or you can almost view it as spiritual calisthenics, and it's neither one of those things. What we do physically has spiritual effect, and what we do spiritually has physical effect, in Exodus chapter 17, a very interesting story. The Amalekites came and attacked the Israelites at Rephidim, and Moses said to Joshua, Choose some of our men and go out to fight the Amalekites. Tomorrow, I will stand on top of the hill with the staff of God in my hands. Remember this? We talked Sunday about what do you have in your hand? God gave him that, or said, Use your staff. And, and when God touches what we have, powerful things happen. So he's going to lift the staff up, but the issue is not so much the staff in this story as it is his hands. So Joshua fought the Amalekites as Moses had ordered, and Moses, Aaron, and Hur went to the top of the hill. As long as Moses held up his hands, the Israelites were winning. But whenever he lowered his hands, the Amalekites were winning. Very interesting story. Although Joshua has chosen the fighting men, and you have to believe he's chosen the best. And even though they're following God's order, God says, go attack the Amalekites. So this is not them going out on their own without praying, without asking God. This is them following the leading of the Lord, doing the will of the Lord. And even though they have the presence of God so visibly with them that they see a pillar of cloud by day and a tiller of fire by night, and even though they're eating manna, unless Moses lifts his hands in the air, the enemy wins. How interesting is that? So what kind of battle is this? On the surface, it looks physical, but it's obviously more than a physical battle, there is a spiritual battle component that determines what happens in the physical realm. If Moses lifts his hands, they win. If Moses' hands go down, they lose. So this is telling us something that the key to life's battles is found in what you and I do supernaturally. We live in a very supernatural world. Paul says our battle is not against flesh and blood, Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12, but against principalities and powers and the the forces of evil in the heavenly places. So we have to fight a spiritual battle. We read on and it says this, when Moses' hands grew tired, they took a stone and put it under him and he sat on it and Aaron and Hur held his hands up. Sometimes we've got to have friends who can help us to praise the Lord. Sometimes we need people to say, you know what, you ought to lift your hands, I will help you. One on one side, one on the other. So I hope you're surrounded by people who lift their hands and that they lift yours by just encouraging so that his hands remain steady till sunset. So Joshua overcame the Amalekite army with the sword. Here's what's interesting. They hold his hands up, his hands remain steady on the surface, it looks like Joshua just had the better army, that Joshua was the better commander. But no, what God is telling us is what Moses did with the help of Aaron and Hur determined what happened to Joshua with the armies of Israel. Raised hands in a battle bring about victory. That's the message here. Look at it in verse 14. Then the Lord said to Moses, write this on a scroll as something to be remembered. This is something God wants you and I to remember. If they don't write this down, we're not going to be reading it today. And make sure that Joshua hears it, because I'll completely blot out the memory of Amalek from under heaven. Moses built an altar and called it, The Lord is My Banner. And this is what Moses, this is the conclusion he drew from that battle and that encounter with the Lord. Hands were lifted up to the throne of the Lord, and the result is there was a victory. That when you and I lift our hands to the Lord, there are things that are happening in the spiritual realm. You want to win the battle? You want to see God go before you? Lift your hands, bless the Lord, and watch what God will do. Listen, this is important. Some of you came in here and there are issues you're facing in your life. You got financial issues, you got relational issues, you got work, work issues. And this is the perfect place for you to lift your hands to the Lord and say, Lord, I'm just lifting my hands to you because I know as I'm praising you, I I know you're taking care of the battle that I'm facing at home, the battle I'm facing at work, the battle I'm facing in my finances. And I know as I'm lifting my hands, I'm winning the battle because you're at work on my behalf. That's the lesson of Exodus 17. Now listen, this is not the first time that Moses lifts his his hands. We read in Exodus 9 and 29, Moses said to him, that's Pharaoh, as soon as I've gone out of the city, I'll stretch out my hands to the Lord. The thunder will cease and there'll be no more hail, so that you may know that the earth is the Lord's. Why is Moses lifting his hands? Because there's a power when you and I pray and lift our hands. This is all over scripture. So if we wanna do what the Lord is asking us to do, then we lift our hands. I'm not saying it's the only tool in the toolbox, but it is a very important one. And some of you have said, I don't like to do that. I don't want to do that. I don't feel comfortable doing that. And so what you've done is you've said, I'd rather go into battle with just a little pocket knife than to have a, a big sword. And you're hurting yourself because you don't understand. And you say, well, I was never raised. That that means zero. Who cares how I was raised? Who cares how you were raised? Ultimately, the issue is what's the Bible say? And you have to ask yourself at some point, am I going to do the Bible thing or am I going to do what I'm comfortable with? And if you choose comfort over doing the Word of God, then you will forfeit much of what could have been yours in the Lord. So we read in verse 33, Moses went out from the city, of, uh, city from Pharaoh, stretched out his hands to the Lord, and the thunder and hail ceased. What, what is that saying? He stretched out his hands. Powerful things happened when Moses lifted his hands. You see it all over the Bible. You see it in Chronicles. In 2 Chronicles 6, Solomon knelt on his knees in the presence of all the assembly of Israel and spread out his hands toward heaven. You say, why is this significant? Because there's something about, again, it's not every time. It's not all the time. But I am saying that as much as you do it, there's a power that attends it. He lifts his hands. And as he does, watch what happens. As soon as Solomon finished his prayer, fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. Hands were lifted, the glory of the temple comes. The glory of God fills the temple. Ezra chapter nine, verse five, at the evening sacrifice, he falls on his knees, he spreads out his hands to the Lord. You say, well, all these are Old Testament, okay? First Timothy, chapter two, verse eight. I want men everywhere. To lift up holy hands in prayer. A lot of times, honestly, because women are by nature. It's not a sexist thing. It's an observation. I think there is something you you hear about. Uh, you know, women have a sixth sense. And it's there is a truth. I can sit in a conversation. I can hear certain things. And we can walk out of that. And Debbie can say, you know what's happening here. And she can lay this thing out. And I'm like, I never got any of that. But I've learned that now to listen to that. And that's just true. And there's a sensitivity then that plays out with the Lord. I think, I think women have an edge in sensitivity to the Lord. Honestly, it's helpful. And so I don't know how I got on that. Okay, men. Back to men. That's why we especially got to lift our hands, right? Lift up hands in prayer, watch this, without anger or disputing. What does that mean? Without getting mad because there's pastor telling me to lift my hands again. Don't get mad, that's what Paul's saying. Amen. Or when Don or Eli say, lift your hands. Don't dispute, don't say, I don't know why they always have to do that. And you start arguing, I don't see what the, you know, Paul knows, the Holy Spirit knows how people approach this thing. So he says, do it. We lift our hands because as we lift our hands, we're preparing the way for a victory in our lives. You see this in the Psalms. The Psalm says in Psalm 63, I will praise you as long as I live, and in your name I will lift up my hands. It's that Psalm that goes on and says, your loving kindness is better than life, and I will lift up my hands to you psalm 88 each day i beg for your help O lord i lift my hands to you for mercy there's something about the petitioning of god with the uplifted hands that brings about an answer in, in sometimes in some places that only that will and then again psalm 134 lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. This is a command. That's not a suggestion. That's a command from the heart of God through the psalmist to lift up our hands. It's not only an act of worship, it's a means to victory. The uplifted hands. I would hate to see anybody forfeit what God would have done, wanted to do in their life because of a stubbornness that said, I'm not lifting my hands. I'm not doing that. Can't make me. You're right, we can't make anybody do anything, but you hurt yourself when you don't embrace the word and say, listen, I haven't given you every scripture in the word about uplifted hands. It's in the word that much. So maybe you've never heard it, and that's neither here nor there. You've heard it now, and this is an opportunity for you to step out and to watch what God would do. And and I would just tell you, my experience through the years has been this, that sometimes people, they come in here and they are uncomfortable lifting their hands and you're not used to it. And so I say, hey, you know, a beginner way to do it is just like this. And you go halfway and then pretty soon you start working it up and you get it, you get it, you know, there and then pretty soon you're like this. And when you do that, you'll experience the presence and the power of the Lord, because any time we honor the Lord, God honors honors that act of faith by letting us sense his presence in a greater way. Watch what God will do as you lift up your hands. So we don't forget the point of the story back to Exodus 17, for he said, for hands were lifted up to the throne of the Lord. And because of that, The Lord will be at war against the Amalekites from generation to generation. Do you see that? What you and I do today, the lifting of our hands today affects what happens tomorrow. That's such a clear thing there. Because hands were lifted up, Lord. because Moses, at sacrifice to himself, his arms were tired. But he said, I'm lifting my hands because I can see the results. God let him see so you and I could know that it's powerful when we lift our hands. And Moses draws this lesson and says, because hands were lifted today, tomorrow, there's going to be victories that are going to continue, not just the next day, but are going to continue through, watch this, generations. Do you realize my worship today, your worship today, it leaves a legacy that affects generations? what I do in here, what you do in here, then it's let's let's not just think It's just in the moment, although the moment is wonderful and the moment is powerful, but let's understand that anytime you and I worship the Lord, anytime you and I are in the presence of the Lord, anytime you and I obey the Lord, anytime you and I lift our hands to the Lord, there is something that happens not only today, but happens tomorrow, happens next month, happens next year, happens when I'm gone. My generations will be blessed because I've lifted my hands to the Lord. That's what he saying and I don't know about you but if you got a battle lift your hands if you want your generations to be blessed lift your hands you want to honor the Lord lift your hands listen lifting our hands it is a powerful thing so let's stand right now let's worship the Lord lift your hands and bless the Lord